every time in Eretz Yisrael, I like to discuss inyanim relating to Eretz Yisrael. So when I was in Yeshiva at Nativ Arya yesterday, I spoke about that's how I didn't speak about Ruby. I spoke about the uh, the kotel and the issue of uh, sticking your fingers in the kotel. Um, uh, in the past, I've spoken about uh, whether you should put notes in the kotel or not. Is there any is there any value in that? Um, but I, I want to talk about a, a situation that I faced uh, yesterday. Uh, should I wait? I'm sorry. <coughs> I'm already in the boot, everybody. <laughs> 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 it's designed. Okay. So, uh, so I wanted to talk about um, the uh, situation I faced yesterday. I had to visit two yeshivas in the, in the old city. Um, you're probably familiar with this. Shivat Nativarye up on the right when your back is to the Kotel, which your back should be to the Kotel, I guess. That's another issue. And uh, up on the left is Yeshivat Kotel. Now, there are ways to go in the streets of the old city to go from one to the other, but I have no sense of direction. I would get lost every time. So what I do is I go back down to the Kotel Plaza and go back up to the other one, so to go from one yeshiva, one yeshiva to the other. And I was thinking about that. Is that a problem? That I'm going back down to the Kotel Plaza. Essentially what I'm doing is I'm using the Kotel Plaza as a shortcut. Are you allowed to do that? Does the, does the back of the Kotel Plaza have any kedusha? So before we discuss the back, let's discuss the front, the actual area where, the, uh, where, where, where you stand in Davin, right by the Kotel. So there is a major machlokas achronim. What wall we're looking at when, we, uh, when we're at the Kotel Amaravi? Uh, the Chuvas Vaz in Simen Yilches and the Chachmas Adam seem to understand that it's uh, that we're looking at the Kotel HaAzara. If that's the case, then we're in big trouble. Because then, yes, the area of the Kotel Plaza would have significant Kedusha. The whole thing would have Kedusha's Harabayis. Because if that was a wall of the Azara, then that whole area is Harabayis. But we'd have another problem. We'd never be allowed to go there. So uh, most of the posts can assume, and the fact is, it's uh, proven archaeologically, that that is not the Kotel HaAzara. That what we are looking at is the Kotel of the Harabayas. It's one of the Kosal Maravi of the of the Harabayas, which means that as long as we're on our side of the wall, on the side of the wall that uh, that we go to Davin, we're off of the Harabayas. So it certainly does not have Kedushas Harabayas. There's some that suggest that if you get really close, since the wall goes much further down, that when you get really close to the wall, you actually, and the way the wall is built is that each upper stone is a little bit further in than the lower stones. So when you get really close, you're actually above the, uh, the, the, the width of the wall deep down. And there's some that, 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 uh, that are makra, someone told me that Nevinsal is makra, that he doesn't go particularly close, he doesn't get very close to the Kotel. But assuming that, that it's not Harabais, and that no part of it is Harabais, which is a very strong reason to assume that that's the case. Is there any Kedusha to that area itself, to that uh, Shetach of, uh, of land? So the, uh, the Pashtus is that it has full Kedusha space Knesses. The halach is that something that's used constantly as a base of Knesset has a certain level of Kedusha. You're not allowed to eat there. You're not allowed to drink there. You're not allowed to make it into a shortcut. You're not allowed to do minig bizayon. You're not allowed to sleep. There are a lot of things that you're not allowed to do in the uh, in, in a base of Knesset. And as the rub of the Kotel, I don't know if you know, there is a rub of the Kotel. It's, it's like a shul. has a rub. So Rav Rabinovich, the rub of the Kotel, likes to say it's not just a shul. It's the biggest shul in the world. 24 hours a day, 7 days a week, there are people davening there. So L'chora would have Kedusha base of Knesset. In fact, 
Rav Asher Weiss in Minchas Asher, Simon Zayin, just came out with Chuvas, and his Chuvas in Minchas Asher says that it's Pashul, it's Pashul Barur, that the lower plaza of the Kotel is Kedusha's base of Knesses, and uh, the Rav of the Kotel, Rav Rabinovich, in his Chuvas, in Shalash Chuvas Sharitzion, uh, goes to great lengths to prove that you don't need a roof to have Kedusha's base of Knesses. That just the etzim fact that it's used as a base of Knesses, that alone, in a Kavua way, that alone gives it Kedusha's base of Knesses. It is interesting that Rav Shechter in Eretz Atzvi, has a piece on Kedusha Beis where he suggests that the entire Kedusha Beis always emanates from the presence of an Oran Kodesh. That the Torah and a place for the Torah is where the Kedusha comes to Beis from. And he learns this from the Migdash. The Gemara tells us that Chizkiah Melech, when he knew that there was going to be a Churban, hid the, uh, the, the Aron underground on the Makam Migdash. So Shafta points out, why would he have to hide it underground on the premises? Why couldn't he just bring it somewhere else? It's because there couldn't be Kedusha's Migdasheni unless the Arun were somewhere there. So we didn't have the Arun in the base of Mikdash by the Mikdasheni, but it had to be around, because otherwise the whole Kedusha can't, can't be Chal. And I remember once I heard Rav Shafter speak at the Young Israel of Woodmere, and the, the way they built their own Kodesh is that it's not, at, it's not in the shul, it's sort of recessed back into the wall. And he was saying how when the Aron Kodesh is not really in the shul, the shul doesn't have full Kedusha's base of Knesset, and he turns around and he goes, like here. And uh, I don't know, I thought people were just going to, they just paid $7 million for a building. They were going to have plots. But, uh, but so, Hashem Pshad is though, if, uh, if you assume like Rav Shafter that you need an Aron Kodesh, the, the Aron the, 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 uh, the fact that there's an Aron by the Kotel, that's not a Kavua thing. That's something that's, uh, that's, that's Arai. They bring it out, they put it back, they bring it out. Certainly in this weather, they, I don't think they would ever they, they bring it out. So, uh, so I'm not sure, if you, if you all like Rosh I'm not sure if we would necessarily have full Kedush Beisachnesses. But Pashup Shad, the, the lower plaza has full Kedush Beisachnesses. What about the upper plaza, which is the Shaila that I wanted? No one's going to, none of you are going to talk on the cell phone or, or eat or drink or certainly not use as a shortcut the lower plaza because there's nowhere to go so there's not, you're not going to use it as a shortcut so what about the upper plaza, that's where it's much more nogea lemaisa so there's a Gemara Megillah on Davcha Vavim Beis where it quotes a machlokas from Menachem Rab Yossi and the Chachamim whether Rechova Shalir has Kedusha the uh, Ramanachim Riosi says Rechovah Shalir is like the town square. Now, why in the world would a town square have Kedusha? So Ramanachim Riosi says, yeah, it has Kedusha because Betanios and Bimamados, they daven there. On certain special days, on fast days where there are large crowds of people that are coming together to daven, because the Yikar of any fast day is really the daven. It's not about the fast, it's about the tefillah. So everyone would get together and they, there was no shul that could hold everybody. So they would all get together in Rechovah Shalir. So since they would use that as a place for tefillah, it, it has a certain Kedusha, and the Chams say, no, nothing doing, it's just, a, it's just a public gathering place, it's a stadium, it's, uh, you know, MetLife Stadium doesn't have Kedusha, just because they made a CM and the Marav Minion there once, so it doesn't, uh, it doesn't, doesn't give it any special Kedusha. The Rambam, in the 11th paragraph of in the Shulchan Aruch, in Sim Kuf Nandal, it passed like the Chachamim, that there is no Kedusha to a Rechava Shalir. What does this have to do with the upper plaza? Because do you ever use the upper plaza for Tefillah? So you probably think, unless you've ever been, you probably think the answer is no, whoever Davin's there. Unless you think of Shavuos or uh, or Tishabav or uh, 
Hashanah Rabbah, right? There are certain times of the year where it's all, where, where there's such a massive crowd at the Kotel that there's a, there's a spillover in the back, and that there is it is used for tefillah. So maybe we'll have a dinner for Chovah Shalir. But you say, okay, anyway, it's no problem. We pass like Lecham that it has no kedusha. There's one more problem though. The Bira Lach and Sim Kufman Dalek quotes from the Ritva that even though it has no kedusha in the sense that it doesn't have full kedusha space like Knesses, but the Ritva holds you still can't do Minag Bizayon there. That even though it doesn't have Kedusha Gemura, Litvos has Damav, but you're still not allowed to do Minag Bizayon. It has some level of Kedusha. It's a little bit strange that the Bira Lacha quotes that Ritva approvingly, considering the fact that if you look at the Lashon of the Rambam, the Rambam, the Rambam writes a Lashon that it's literally Ka'adam Shemispalel Betoch Beso. That it's like davening in your house. And the way the Shulchanar quotes it is Ein Behem Shum Kedusha. So it's a little bit difficult that the Bira Lacha just takes this Ritva that, yeah, it must have some level of Kedusha when the Shulchan Aruch is so explicit in his Lashon that it has shum Kedusha, that there's no Kedusha whatsoever. So why in the world would we be Machmir? So one reason to be Machmir is maybe like the Ritva, that it has some level of Kedusha. But then there's another reason. The Magen Avram in Kufn and Dal quotes from the Marit, where the Marit, when Magen Avram writes that Azaros Shalonu Lo Adifi Mi Batum Bechatseros V'Shema Kivan Shemispalin Tadivirhem Kalzman Shem Nidchakim Nasu Kodesh, that a place that people daven in on a consistent basis when things are crowded in the Iker place to daven, that gets Kedusha, that, that takes on Kedusha. So he says, and, uh, and, and then he adds another, another Svara, and he says that maybe we should be Machmir, that anything that's Pasuach Negad Heichal, anything that's opened up, across that opens up to the, uh, right into the Shul and you see the Aron Kodesh, so maybe any such area also, maybe we should be Machmir about. So the question is, maybe the Magen According to this Magen Avram, because it opens right up into the Kotel, and because it does, uh, it is used constantly for a spillover crowd. So maybe it should be a reason to uh, to be extra machmir. However, Magen Avram is quoting a Marit, and if you actually look at the Marit, it's always important to look at to look at sources when uh, when, when something is quoted. Rav David Hirsch, one of the Rosh Yeshiva in YU, when I was in eleventh grade, said to me, uh, I, I asked him a kash on the Tosfos, and he says Tosfos quotes a Gemara. You look up the Gemara. I said, no. He said, uh, when Tais quotes a Gemara, you better learn that whole parak. So uh, I, I got scared. But, uh, but it's always important to look things up. The Magen Avram quotes from the Marit that, uh, that, that Magen Avram quotes from Marit. If you look at the Marit inside, the Marit is clearly not talking about something that has a spillover a couple of times a year. The Marit says, his Lashem is beautiful, he says, a place that he says that an area where in the shul, in the back of the shul, where when the shul gets crowded, people are always davening there when the shul gets overcrowded, that becomes a makom kavua la'atzlanim. The latecomers, the lazy people, that's their makom kavua. What place in the shul is this talking about? Where do you always find on a Friday night when people are rushing in late to daven and there's no room in the shul? Where do they always end up? The Yezus Nashim, the back of the shul, the right, the talking section, the, the, or the Yezus Nashim, right? The Yezus Nashim probably is what the Magen Avram is talking about. When, uh, when there are no women there, and then there's always this spillover. It's the Makam Kavua Liatzlanim. It's the place where the Atzlanim, where the lazy people are always Kavua. 
that would have uh, Kedusha, but something that's used just a couple of times a year, probably uh, because the crowds are so massive, probably does not have any, uh, any sense of Kedusha according to the Maharit. But what about the Magna Ram's other argument? Anything that's opened up to an area of Kedusha? Well, the back plaza of the Kotel certainly opens up to an area of Kedusha. It opens right up into the front plaza of the, uh, the Kotel. So that's, uh, that, that maybe there's room to argue for that reason, that it has some level of Kedusha. So essentially the post can divide into three different camps on this issue. Rav Jolti, the former uh, chief rabbi of Yerushalayim, thought that it has uh, more Kedusha than he holds like the Ritva, that it has a little bit of a sense of Kedusha's space HaKnesses because it is used, um, it is used sometimes for people to daven in. Rav Asher Weiss, in his chuvas says that he's not convinced about the fact that it's sometimes used, but he thinks the fact that it does open up into the Kosala Maravi, the fact that it does face it, and that when you're standing there, you see the Kotal, you see all the people davening, he thinks it should be treated with some level of Kedusha, but you're allowed to use it, it's not, it doesn't have to be treated with full Kedusha space Knesset, but he says, at the very least, you shouldn't use it as a place to have a social scene. If you go there on Friday night, and uh, you know it's a good vacation time in America, and everybody that's everybody everybody knows everybody's always there so it's, uh, it's not, not the best place to use it as a social scene said certainly people should dress properly when they go there men and women even though there's no mechitz in the back part should be a little more careful the way they, they behave over there it has some level of these are good ideas always to be careful about how you behave and to dress properly but uh, particularly over there it's, uh, it, you should have, it has some, some level of Kedusha I'm, I, I'm told that Rav Nevensal holds that it has no Kedusha whatsoever that uh, certainly you're allowed to use it as a short and that, uh, that, that the whole area of Kedusha is the place of the, the front plaza of the Kotel. So, Baruch Hashem, I was saved. I had Rav Nevensal right there in the base medrash. As I was able to ask him, and he said, no problem, just go ahead, use it as a shortcut. You can uh, cut through that way. Uh, I was going to just follow him, you know, as he's uh, reading his Gemara, maybe guide him. But, uh, but uh, that, that was, uh, I was able to use it. And uh, I think that's the, the general assumption is that the lower plaza definitely has Kedusha Space Akhnesses. The back plaza does not have Kedusha Space Akhnesses. Just to close, just to mention one thing, that every time I go to the Kotel, I always have this mixed sense of emotions. First of all, the Ter Kriya, obviously, because we're, we're being a Sabal in the Khurban. But then you feel this exhilaration of the, the Makom HaShchina, L'Zaz HaShchina, Mikosal Ma'aravi, that the Shchina is right there. And there's like this mixed feeling. There's this one feeling of the exhilaration of the, the Kedusha, and then there's the, the sadness. I saw Rav Nevisal <coughs> in Yerushalayim B'Mo'adeha. They asked him if, uh, they, you know, how to behave at the Kotel. He said, you shouldn't dance at the Kotel. That was his thing. He said, you shouldn't dance. Well, he said from Rosh Zalman. Why? He said, it's like you're dancing on the Chorban Abayis. That to him, that's what it was more about the Chorban. It was more, you know, that he emphasized that that element of it. Other people say, no, Adarabu, you dance because that's the, the holiest place in the world. You're experiencing such Kedusha. It's just important for a sensitive Jew to be sensitive to both sides of this, to be sensitive to what we do have, but also be sensitive to what we don't have and what we hope to have. Last year when I came to Eretz Shol with my son, we took a tour to the old city and the tour guide said, he pointed to the dome and he said, uh, what's that? And my son said, that's where the base of Middush is going to be. So the tour guide said, finally, someone says what's going to be and not what once was or not what is there now. That we have to have that sense of what, uh, what we hope for in the future to be Mitzapal Yeshua. We shall be Zohar that uh, next time we get together it should be with the Yeshua and Gula Shleim. Thank you.